Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Rough Tub Podcast. My name is Wes Gee. I'm joined this evening by Matt Armstrong, Tim Rodriguez, and Mike Roy. What's going on, boys? Happy holidays. Hey. What's up, guys? Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. A happy new year. Yeah, here's to a, here's to a great 2020, hopefully, for everybody. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get started as always, Tim. You're our leadoff hitter. Oh, man. Well, uh, I, it was pretty much expected. I, I hope that the Bills were going to put up a better showing, but clearly they didn't. Uh, that was that was a little. That was. A, I knew that they were going to lose. I was just hoping that they were going to cover, and they just didn't cover in the fourth quarter. Fantastic, but uh, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting the Bills to to beat the Patriots. Uh, that was unrealistic. But um, but the Niners played another barn burner with the Rams and it was a great game. Niners did not look sharp. They did not starting out in that game, but in the second half they came out with a better game plan. Um, and they took it from them. But uh, I mean, Fred Warner probably had the game of his career in that, in that showing picking off Jared Goff at the end of the half there. I mean, just before the half, like Fred Warner looked fantastic in that game, but Akella Witherspoon, Looks like an absolute ass clown right now. He needs to be benched. <laughs> that guy is just getting absolutely shredded. I always, it, I always love when Tim, like, Tim references like a player that I'm sure Wes has never heard of. <laughs> yeah, he, he, when I said Jaquiski Tart, he's like, is that the, that's a real person? Yeah. So I, swear, yeah. I swear the three of you would just like get together like on a call before a separate text thread and like there's no messages there except once a week one of you puts in a fake person's name to mention during the podcast. Like slips it in very casually. Yeah, and then you just see if you can get it past me. Like, like what are the odds Wes gets this one? No, Akel Weatherspoon is a real person. He was a starting right cornerback. He got absolutely torched. Like guys the guy's been getting absolutely torched the last couple of weeks. He looks fucking terrible. He he and Marcel Harris. Marcel Harris is a in the box safety. He can't cover for crap. It's rough. He dropped a he 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 dropped an interception that would have iced the game. But I was like, oh man, our secondary looks very soft right now with that Tart in there because Tart is a great cover, a cover guy as well. It does look like the the front four is also. Uh, lacking, yeah, they're lacking energy. Um, yeah. uh, both both is able to get there, you know, put pressure, but not able to like three pressures per game, which is yeah. uh, what was what was so dominant at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Also, I think it's also uh, the 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 defensive backfield's gotten softer, so guys are going to open faster than they were before. Um, the, the just the back defensive back. It, it, I think it's a combination of things. I think you're right. The defensive front is definitely not as fast as it was at the beginning of the year, especially with D Ford out. Like D Ford was always pushing the pocket, so pushing guys into Bosa, which gave him more opportunities. Same with Armstead and and Buckner, and and now you have the you have you had some guys out in the defensive backfield. They came back, but they weren't completely healthy. Sherman wasn't completely healthy. K1 Williams wasn't completely healthy. And they're they're not nearly as good. They're, they just do not look sharp out there. And the ball's getting out a lot faster than it was earlier on in the year. And, and the Niners aren't getting there as quickly. 
Seems like a good game plan. Mm-hmm. It is. If you can only get beat by the, the front four, just, like, dump it off as often as you can. Yeah. If you hadn't noticed, the Rams were throwing the balls on screens almost every other play. Yeah. Like it was yeah. it was like a slant or a rollout pass, and then it led directly into a screenplay. Yeah, not big drop uh, drop back. Um, yeah, N- no five step drops unless it was a screen. The only time he had long five step drops was if it was a screen pass. But other than that, it was all three step. Well, it's convenient that we're talking about the Niners because this week's only primetime game features the aforementioned Niners, the San Francisco 49ers are three-and-a-half-point ro- three road favorites at the Seattle Seahawks. Woo! Yeah, the, the Seahawks are so – you think the Niners have injuries? The Seahawks are devastated. They, they're down to their fourth and fifth running backs. They had to sign Marshawn Lynch up off the street so they could fill up their roster. Beast I love mode. it. I, I, I love, love that. I love, I love it. it, too. I'm going to go buy a T-shirt right now. You think they have them up on Seahawks.com? Buy the jersey. Probably. I think uh, buy the Mar- jersey, Roy. Yeah, Mar- Marshawn has his own shop. He doesn't screw around with the mm-hmm. players' as Mer- merch. With, the, with merch. the players' merch. He's got the bonds. Bonds. Yeah, stuff. he's he's done with uh, sharing any of the profits. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like it's a good game. It's a good line. Um. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about this game. So yeah, like uh, Tim brought up the running back situation. Um, the last also their time, front line, their front line they, is also decimated too. They, they lost they, their left tackle. So they they faced in week nine or eight. Mm-hmm. Which one was it? And uh, they lost week nine. Week nine. Week nine. They lost on a walk off field goal, right? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um. So like it was a close game. Um. Probably Niners were favored in that game. So they were by three. Uh, I do think that. Kittle was out for that game. He was. So that changes how Seattle looked in that. Um, three and a half, though. I I thought if it was three, I would have been a big fan of the Niners. And I also think, like, the Seattle home field advantage is kind of um, – it's, it's gone. Now. It's gone. Yeah, they're four and three at home this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, All their losses came at home. So I think – yeah, this is this is just the perfect number, three and a half. You're you're really back in the Niners as the better team, and I I I feel like yeah, Marshawn Lynch like oh, ho ho he knows the offense, but he hasn't played football in two years, so I don't I don't even think like I was trying to look at like if there were prop lines for how many touches he gets, <laughs> like, but I, I think he I'm sure you could find that somewhere. I I bet he only gets like five. Five or six touches. So who gets the rest? Turbin, Robert Turbin. Yeah, they yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 signed Turbin up off the street too. These yeah, for, guys a team, ha- for a team that wants to establish the run and run the ball, it's very disconcerting and alarming that they've now they're down to you know these two basically pick up running backs off the street. Um, however, the Niners when they first met, like you said, Army, like the Niners were rolling. I think they were undefeated, right? That mm-hmm. was their first loss to yeah, Seattle. Right. They were eight, could, though. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, my, my logic is that that was the best that they were this season. Like, at the peak, Niners, they were rolling through teams. And then they get to Seattle, and it's a close division game, you know, a kicking game, and by field goal. Now you could argue the Niners are, like, not a shell of themselves, but just so different. 
um, with injuries, with having lost a couple of games. They, you know, like now they're human. I think this is just a different Niners team, um, and it's. I have a hard time backing them on the road. I've but I've I've done that all year, and it's. I've eaten my words many times because they just they win and they're really good. But I just have a feeling that Seattle is just going to come to play and they'll find a way to do it. Um, the The worst part is that the the running game could be just a disaster for a team that wants to run the ball if they can't, and it's all on Russell Wilson, like it's like it is most games. You know, it's it's tough. But um, I like the get, uh, getting a the hook with the Hawks at home. Um, and if if the Niners can win on the road in this case and 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 punish Seattle, then I think they're the team to beat for the whole postseason. I think because this is a big test for them. Big test. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you said, Roy. I think the Niners will win this game, but I think they won't cover. I, I think I think they'll win by three. I think it's going to come down to a field goal again, and I think the Niners will pull this one out. But I think this will be a close game. And I, I don't think that by any means that the Seattle Seahawks are going to get blown up by the Niners, especially yeah, it's, at it's home. It's going to be a, a wet 46 degrees. Yeah. Uh, the, the, and the, I, I think that they're going to be packing the box. So I think Kittle's going to come into play, not only in the pass game, but also blocking as well. The Niners are a much better run team with Kittle out there blocking as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a big major factor. I, I feel like the it was the I mean the Niners lost to the Falcons a couple of weeks ago and they looked bad. Um, but when they lost in Week Nine without Kittle, it was like clearly that was why they lost. Is yeah. that they they didn't have like um, something that Seattle had to uh, over you know defend like that that's a guy you have to like shadow cover and like have a man on at all times whereas like um seattle has like not a very limited offensive like threat at this point there's Lockett, which i think yeah Sherman should yeah, be able to lock down yeah. well also a major factor in that game they was, had Josh Gordon, too. Yeah, anymore. They had Josh Gordon in that game. Also, Emmanuel Sanders went down in the third drive of the game for the Niners. Yeah, he had a strained oh, rib in the, third, in the third drive. And so, basically, all we were rolling out in that game was Debo Samuel and, and, um, and Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne had four drops in that game. That's that the same ca- player, Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> not, Jason, not Jason Bourne, Kendrick Bourne. Uh, yeah. You get the, like, the family feud, like if uh, Wes can guess whether that's a real player or not. Yeah, Kendrick Bourne had three drops in that game, and they were three big drops for like first downs. You saw me, I'm on changed. the Niners. You're on the Niners. Yeah. I'm Play not the buying points. the Seahawks at home anymore either. I think home teams are – that's not a thing. I'm not. I'm really not thinking too much about home and away anymore. I I, I agree. I think um, there there's a lot of well. I mean, we're hanging on with the Niners Seahawks game, but there's a lot of games that are like actually like important in Week 17 in the NFC. There are. Um, so like every team is like actually really trying to win here, and it seems incredibly desperate that the Seahawks are bringing in Marshawn Lynch like. And Robert Turbin, who haven't played basically all right, year. Right, he's not good either. So I I have full faith in Russell Wilson. The guy is a god. I think he's been like probably a top three quarterback of the decade. Um, but I, 
I just don't think he has enough like weapons. Juice, um, firepower, juice in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and their tight end, their tight end is out for the rest of the year. So basically, they're rolling with, they're rolling with a third string tight end, like a, like their fourth and fifth string running backs. But they have Metcalf um, still, right? You can't yeah, they still have Metcalf. They still, they still have Metcalf. It could be they a big Metcalf. Metcalf game. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of targets, especially with Akello really struggling out on the wing there. I, I think they're going to go after Akello a lot in this game, which I don't blame them. I, I would I'd go after him every single play. He looked like absolute trash in that Rams game. That's tough. Yeah, it feels like the Rams were also, like, uh, starting to figure out how they were going to – like, Gurley has looked good for the last couple well, weeks. Well, well, well. The and the thing is, Gurley in the first half he was really good. He had a big first half, and the second half he disappeared. He was non-existent in the second half. That's the reason why the Rams didn't score. Yeah. That's the reason why the Rams lost. Just because Gurley was non-existent in the second half. He had less than a hundred yards. All of his yards came in the first half. He had two touchdowns in the first half, and that was it. Well, yes, leg issues. Yeah, that that's the thing. His knee is a serious issue. Uh, you don't know what kind of player he's going to be over the next couple of years because his knee just like he starts out strong and then as the game goes on, he's just not the same player. Just falls off. He's like the booby miles. Like he looks like a god and then like his knee comes back up and he's, he's like a Renekton just gets outscaled. Perfect analogy that everyone will understand. The <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let's get our games of the week. What do you got, boys? Hey, Tim, uh, what's up with the Bills? Are they sitting people this week? No, they're playing. Are they locked in the playoff spot, though? They are. They're locked. They're just trying okay. to get seating, whether it's five or six. Uh, they're trying so, to get okay, the five so or six locked. seats. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I was kind of confused with this line. I'm not sure why the Bills are only giving yeah. two points to the Jets. Um, I don't know either. I don't, I don't get this Jets line either. Jets uh, have shown confidence I, this season. I, yeah, they have. I, yeah, I, I've got the, I got the Bills in this game for sure. Okay. Even well, if ten, if ten second string Bills players should cover at home, less than three points. Yeah, I don't like the Jets. On the, I'm sure it's like 20 degrees in Buffalo or something. Yeah, so I'm it's gonna be a little scoring, but yeah, so like the over under is at 36. So yeah, the, probably like no big happening. And, and the thing, and the oh, thing is, is that Josh, Josh Allen is gonna be it can run as well. So. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a full run game, so it's like yeah. a an advantage because you're not asking him to throw. Um, exactly. So. Uh, and the Jets and the rate. Jets off, uh, defense is trash. The the Jets have a really they have a decent run defense, but their pass defense is absolute garbage. Jets have allowed three hundred fifty three points this season, hundred more yes. than the Bills. My God, where does that rank yeah. in the, like overall? Uh, that would put them at. See. There's a lot of teams that have actually, like kind a, of right in the middle, kind of right in the middle actually. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like good defenses, bad offenses, like doesn't really like uh, sway your opinion. Number one defense in the league, anyone? It points allowed. It's... Points allowed. Patriots, Ra- easy. Yeah, it is Patriots by a long shot, probably by a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
And that is going to be what they're going to have to count on if they want to win this year. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the Niners really had a fall off in the last three weeks. So they were number uh, close number two, and then they really fell off over the last couple of weeks. Hmm. Well, they didn't have to – they didn't get to play the Jets Dolphins. <laughs> Twice a year. Yeah, that, that's uh, also true. They got to play the Ravens, the Seahawks twice, the Rams twice. Yep. And even even you, you don't like the Cardinals, but they can score. Um, yeah, they played well against the Seahawks last week. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they ran for almost 300 yards last week. It was, right. It was Kenyon Drake was a, was a was playoff a buster. Yeah. This, uh, monster. Guy. He, had like 30, he had like 30 points of fantasy last He's week. He's a stud. I think they're a sneaky good team next year to make like yeah. a big, uh, oh, yeah. big advancement. Big leap they need to do if they do really well in the draft this next season and get some yeah. really good defensive pieces. Like, watch out! I, know. The Card- I, know. I, I think the there's Cardinals too many good teams in team. front of them. They're going to pass the Rams, true. Niners, Seahawks. Well, the, the <laughs> thing I worry, I worry about the Rams is they're getting old quick, and they have no draft picks. They trade yeah, but- away everything. But they're spending. They're a spending team. They're gonna yeah, but buy. They have no more cap. They're gonna buy thirty-five-year-old no... Akib Talib again, and they're gonna <laughs> they have zero team. cap left. They have zero cap left because they spent it all on Donald and Goff. Goff got paid, bro. They have no money. Yeah, it seems tough for them at this point. Cause like, yeah, right. So their franchise players are. At their peak or on maybe on their way down, obviously Gurley. Yeah. Um, It's kind of, yeah, it's interesting how they they played that with the uh, Ramsey and uh, Marcus Peters trade. Yeah. It's like they traded traded Peters to create cap space to extend Ramsey. And then, but the fact is, yeah, the fact is is that they, 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 they got rid of. But the thing is, they trade away two ones, so they trade away their one this year and their one next year. So they have no first-round picks for the next two years. They haven't had a first-round pick in four seasons because they've just been trading away all their picks. Yeah. It's like – I really worry for the Rams' longevity. I think they – if they are going to win, that's a win within the next two years. If they don't, they are going to fall right back into the basement. Be able to have a nice new stadium to play in. So that'd be fun. <laughs> and they're worth a lot more than the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, they are. All right. So Army was on the Bills or Tim was? I'm going to let I'm Tim lock that one I'm on the Bills for you this game. My weather report, it's sure. 90% chance of rain in Buffalo Sunday. Uh, uh, but uh, the, the Bills have a much better but, running game. Than Le'Veon? Okay. okay. Uh, Le'Veon has really struggled this year. He went nine games without a scoring touchdown. He has not played that well this year. What's up, Alvin Kamara? I feel like uh, Sam Darnold being out for like five weeks also, was a, or four or five weeks. Killed them. Uh, it really hurt yeah. them. Yeah. That's a good bet. Uh, no. I think two is, is not the right number. I think it should be six. Um, I, think it should six be a, oh, I think it should be over the three. That's all I, I see. It's Unless like, they are resting players that we don't know about. That's why I asked him, like, if you yeah. knew, like, like, oh, yeah, uh, we're not playing Allen and – you know, no, they're they're everybody's playing because they're trying to get the five seed. They don't want to play get the six seed because they don't want to they don't want to have to play the Ravens. Right, that's a big 
f if uh if you have to go up against them like i think i like obviously the pass is a, a bad matchup but um yeah, yeah you'd have to play the three Ravens. seed you'd have to play the three seed which would be the the chiefs so you'd have to play the chiefs at home and then you'd have to beat them in order to face the ravens at home it's like ugh. yeah that's, a, that's brutal Absolutely brutal. We, I'd much rather face the Texans at home than the Chiefs at home. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that makes sense. So I'm not sure what the the reasoning for the line is. Two, yeah. two seems wrong. It's weird. All right, I got a game. Yeah, go ahead. I like the Ravens. <laughs> they have nothing to play for. They're two point. Oh, they, they benched everyone. People won't yeah, be playing. They, they, yeah, they yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this. They're not, they're not trying. <clears throat> this is my thesis every year. Week 17, there are teams that have everything to play for, playing against teams that have nothing to play for. The line always moves crazily in the direction of the team that has everything to play for, and the results do not match that. Not at all. The players who are in the NFL are trying, and the Ravens players on a. 13-2 and two team playing at home in their last game heading into the playoffs. doesn't matter if it's their third, fourth, fifth string guys. They're going to be bringing it all. And the Steelers are trash. Right yeah, their, their backup is RG3. So, like, he's going to fucking play his, his lights out. Like, he's working for a contract. Like, I think I agree. And, like, it's like um, – so, like, in the games where, like, you know, big teams like the Colts, you know, Marvin Harrison and – uh, Peyton Manning sit but like offensive line and defense line those guys are still out there they're playing uh, because they're slaves but because uh, well, they don't have a choice yeah well I think, offensive and defensive line they keep two backups that's it so your starters have to play in that case yeah yeah, yeah there's not a a, um, a safety net on those positions so mm-hmm. that this is still like the the best team minus like the MVP and Ingram's not playing. Uh, I think I saw a couple of the people weren't playing, but like, are they? Yeah, two point dogs at home? No. No, not at all. Yeah, that was a good circle too. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of games I actually really like. Um, I'll go with an initial. So this is not my pick, but I really like betting against the Cowboys, <laughs> per usual. Um, yep. 11 points, favorites. Give me a break. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I saw that, too. I saw that, too. Just, I was just like, push chips over on. to Jason Garrett. He'll take good care of him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not right. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I love – okay, so that's – I like the Redskins um, a little bit, but more so this is like my checklist I make whenever I'm looking at Vikings games. You ask, is Kirk Cousins playing in a primetime game? Yes, no. No, <laughs> good Kirk Cousins will show up. Is no one to watch the game? <laughs> Kirk true. Cousins will show up. Um, Vikings are still playing for something. Um, seeding in, if Green Bay loses, they could win the division still, I think, right? No, no. Oh. The the Packers clinched because of the divisional. Oh, you're uh, right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. But I think they're still because, playing for something. Yeah, yeah Vikings, they're, they're, they're playing for seeding. Okay. They're playing for seeding. So – if the Niners lose, if the Niners lose, they get the yeah. five seed no matter what. They get the five seed no matter what. If, if the, the Niners, Niners lose, lose, the Packers could get the first the seed. One. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, the one seed. Oh, that's if the Niners regardless. lose, 
even if so, but if the if the Seahawks lose, oh. then the Seahawks can get the six seed, and the Vikings can get the five seed, depending on how it all the Vikings out. are playing for five or six, basically. Yes, basically. I don't think so, that matters yeah. to them. No, this doesn't matter because even their backups can beat the help hapless yeah. Chicago Bears. This is the same like, thesis I had. Just I feel. It does, yeah. I mean, like the Bears, they just they're outmatched against any team that has a competent like team. Offense, yeah. And it's like last week's game when the Chiefs, when it was Mahomes came to town, it's like I'm willing to lay 10, 15 points with the Chiefs against this, you know, just turd of a Chicago offense. And like all game, they were talking about like, oh, it's Mitchell versus Mahomes, and you know the one, the first pick with the Bears, and Mahomes was ten picks later, and it's like this whole matchup. It's like no, 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 no. Like this is David and Goliath. Like there's there's no competition <laughs> between these two in any reality that we live in. <laughs> so this to me, Vikings, this is the easy. They're at home. They just got whipped in prime time by the Packers. You know they're going to be pissed, even if it's the backups playing. They're going to be pissed. So. I love the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in primetime in history. Oh, and his record Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, but you look at every primetime game. Mm-hmm. He's only I think he's only won four games in primetime in his entire career. He's had a long career though. You got to give him that. A lot of guys had higher hype than him have come and gone. Oh, he's, of course. He's very successful and very talented, but there's this issue this elephant in the room about yeah. primetime cousins and it's like well yeah. it's a thing but this is He's not a primetime game yeah the 10 a.m game know, here i like it i like it yeah like yeah it's it's definitely more than a trend this is the one that no one's watching that you just get the you see if you hear about for the first time at halftime i think like you hear vikings are winning 45 to 10 like oh yeah that's fine like why would i not expect that 31 nothing at halftime randy moss is somehow part of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vikings. Yeah, there's one other game that's like that fit into that bucket too. In addition to yeah, so it's Vikings, Ravens, and then the other one to me, I think is the Giants, because the Eagles have a lot to play for here. They have a lot to play for in this game, because if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys make the playoffs. So, I think so the Giants think the... win this game outright. Oh yeah, Giants are live dogs. They play everyone fairly tough, I think. Well, for a half at least. <laughs> no, they do. They they play well, well. They play divisional teams. Let's go tough. money line, boys. What do you say? Come on, that's our podcast. Hey, money line Giants. Week seventeen, Giants money line. Mm, I don't know. Wentz has looked good. Eagles. Has he? Uh, has he? Done? They're the better team for sure. This is a classic NFC West. Uh, I'm sorry, NFC East choke scenario. These teams always <laughs> collapse when they have one game to win. Name name the nope can't okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is, just, this is a purely anything. situational bet when someone has everything to play for against a team that has nothing to play for and also a bad team the bad team is somehow gonna win holy shit it makes sense I mean so like this is like potentially the division winner versus like a bad team. Yeah, but yeah, and they're not. Teams. They're not like they're both monster bad favorites. They're both not good yeah, teams. Yeah, they're not favorites. Saquon's been unleashed the last few weeks, right? Like he's been running over people. He did yeah. last week. So. Well, he's I healthy mean, finally. Eli was winning games, so that means they're a good, you know, potentially a good team. So, some mismanagement. Are the Eagles fans out there? I just 
I've seen this situation play out so many times. Yeah. All all it takes is one big play. That's it. it changes your fortunes. I mean, the Colts aren't the Colts and Jaguars. They're not playing for anything. Yeah, I don't know about that line. I just feel like the Eagles are a team where it's like if they're down ten nothing, it's like oh no. <laughs> Another line that I kind of liked was uh, the Falcons versus Bucks. The Falcons <laughs> have looked good. <laughs> you've been and- you've been had you've been hoodwinked. Unless Winston has another, uh, you know, miraculous four picks and win game. Did you watch uh, that game last week? That was incredible. He's yeah, yeah, he had whatever two, three picks. He's, in the first. he's the first quarterback in NFL history that could have thirty touchdowns and thirty picks. In yeah, a season. thirty, thirty year. Let's go. I'm thirty, thirty. Maybe I should root for the Bucks. Cause like yes, you should. Dude, yeah, he has so like over can, thirty turnovers already. So you can dude has twenty six interceptions and he has seven lost fumbles. Like those numbers are obscene. Right? Yeah, he's right. it down. Yeah, there's there's some real questions going into the off season because like so Mariota is he done? Is Winston uh, done? He's he's gonna be a career backup the rest of his career. I don't think Winston's done. I don't think Winston's done either. He clearly <laughs> has talent. He clearly has talent. He's a gunslinger. It's not like Baker Mayfield has been in the league for two years, three two years. years. Like Winston's been in for five. This isn't like four. a project you can figure. Yeah, okay, four. I'm sorry. Like, it, he is who a, he is. It's not a project anymore. Like the, He is a perpetual, like, He's uh, a turnover there. machine. No, mm, yeah, no, but do you no think that Baker has a higher ceiling than Jameis? No, no, I'm no, just saying, like, not. we, we know, not. like, I don't think Baker's good either. It's like, we know that, like, they're not capable of figuring out, like, an uh, like a NFL offense. Or just, like, securing the ball or, like, reading, yeah, defenses. Well, I, I think their, their biggest problem is reading defenses. I don't think he does the homework. He, he makes – Extraordinarily terrible reads. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a gambler. He's a gambler. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a yeah like he's a gut feeling player more than Gamers, like yeah. un- understanding knowing like where he does he doesn't he are. doesn't do his homework. It's clear he doesn't do his homework. He doesn't read the defenses. He doesn't do pre snap reads. He doesn't do any of that stuff. He just plays. But the thing is, like, you can <laughs> <That's> exciting. <laughs> It's exciting stuff. Like, he just plays. Yeah. Like, he sees what he sees. Things are happening. Some... They, they also yeah, don't have yeah. Mike Evans anymore. So like, that seems like a... Is Godwin out as well? That's big. Yeah. Yeah, Godwin yeah, and Godwin. Evans are both hurt. Yeah, they're yeah. done for the year. So. Yeah. And Evans is probably going to – they're going to lose Evans probably in free agency. Yeah, they might. So, we'll see what happens with Evans. If, if they manage to extend him or whether he leaves in free agency. He's going to get a big contract. I know that for sure. He's a monster. Maybe Michael Thomas money. Probably. Yeah, for that, beast. like a, a be, yeah, a reliable receiver. How do you feel um, about the Saints laying 13 on the road? Bleh. I'm okay with it, actually. 13. Carolina has packed it in. Like they, no, they're done. They, they, <laughs> didn't they lose about like 30 last year? What did <laughs> yeah, they lose? Yeah. The once Riverboat oh, Ron got kicked off, 
That was it. Oh yeah, they lost like thirty-two. Yeah, it. Um, it's so it's a it's a tragedy because like McCaffrey probably had like an MVP season, but like um, he was too bad to be um in consideration. He was like a one-man carry. It was crazy. Like they had no quarterback. Like I don't know what uh, Newton was doing. Um, but he has yeah, a like Kyle Ky- Allen's Frank injury. Yeah, Kyle Allen like faked him being like competent by just like for five weeks. McCaffrey yeah. the ball. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, we gave. Uh, oh, I threw the ball to McCaffrey like forty times. I'm and then I'm a good. He got exposed. He got exposed by the Forty ers and that was their season was over. Once they got exposed by the Niners, that was it. Like after that game, he never recovered. Yeah, he he was rattled and yeah, like a forward interception kind of guy. Every game, he hadn't thrown a pick. He was he had twelve touchdowns and zero interceptions until that game. Right. He had the he had the second most attempts without an interception to start a career until that game, and then he was like a well, pick machine. When you only have to throw it three yards to McCaffrey, like it's pretty yeah. easy enough to throw. No, a pick. I agree. I agree with you. And he got exposed, and that was it. And. He no oh, longer yeah. was even confident. All right, so Lamar Jackson is guaranteed MVP. Basically, yes. At this point, he's guaranteed. He rushed well, for over come 1,100 yards. Let's give McCaffrey yards. just a moment, a moment longer. He could be a thousand yard rusher, thousand yard receiver. Pretty intense. So Can it's we... it's so unlucky because like the quarterbacks have like uh, all the stats. Yeah. And it's, it's like, well, also, historically oh, easy to look at the... No, integral to the team's success, too. That's huge. Okay, well, how about this? Yes, yes, exactly. If McCaffrey, if, McCaffrey gets, if McCaffrey gets 215 yards, he sets the all-time record from yards from scrimmage. Yeah, I, I think it's already set in stone that Lamar's going to get it. You set an all-time record for yeah, yards from scrimmage, and that's not good enough? It's yeah, it's, um, it's, it's rough. I don't think so. Yeah. Just because how bad, how bad his team is, but it has nothing to do doesn't with Doesn't that McCaffrey. make his story stronger? Zero. It's like, look it what makes, he did with a dog yeah, shit. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, like, sense. he was clearly. I, I'm agreeing with you. It doesn't make sense. He's clearly the better player. But the problem is, is that people put so much oomph into winning. Even though the fact that your team is dog shit has nothing to do with your personal performance. But for whatever reason, when it comes to voting for this type of crap, that's what they look for. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah, like that, that was Andrew Luck. Why... Andrew Luck should have won like MVPs because like his team was dog shit, but like he was a superior quarterback. Mm-hmm. But like the, then there's also like there's never going to be a def- like unless you have like monster like like Reggie White years. Like a defensive player is not going to win the MVP. They have separate MVP awards. Yeah, it's just like yeah, um, yeah it's. It's uh, it's not fair. They they don't really equate the same. In my mind. Yeah. So like, yeah, receiver, uh, running back, they're just never gonna win unless you have. Can we bet Emmett, on yeah. Emmett Smith on? In, on a Super Bowl team? Can we bet on this? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, we can bet on this. <laughs> look at odds. Yeah. yeah if you if you if you are on a team with that was fourteen and two. If you're on a team that was 14-2 and two and you put up those kind of numbers, he's a surefire MVP. But the fact is, 
he's on a team that's not going to make the playoffs. They have a losing record, and they've been getting blown out by 30 points. Like, he's not going to win the MVP. He's not even, he's not even listed. Yikes. Yeah, exactly. That is – they should just call it the quarterbacking award then. Yeah. I mean, it's Lamar in my mind, one. McCaffrey, two. Russell Wilson, three, in that order. He's not on the board. That's unbelievable. Wilson, Jackson is minus one hundred thousand behind McCaffrey. It's 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 uh Jackson, Wilson, Mahomes, Watson, Garoppolo. Watson. Garoppolo? Garoppolo? <laughs> oh I'm sorry, 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 sorry. They didn't put it in order, sorry. So it's Jackson oh, okay. Wilson. Yeah. Mahomes, Drew Brees, Deshaun Watson. Drew Brees didn't even play <laughs> for like six weeks. <laughs> His numbers um, aren't that good. And then from Deshaun They're Watson. Good. Oh, They're you're, like, you're, I'm just getting started. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed Michael Thomas. Sorry. Michael Thomas was, was very yeah. – Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Let, me, let me start over. I'm, Michael I'm, Thomas I'm, is a yeah, – I'm blowing yeah. it. He has the yeah. most receptions of regular season. So the, favorite, the favorite is Lamar Jackson. Number two is Wilson. Number three is Mahomes at, at plus at 40 to 1. That's already wrong, I think. Number four is Breeze at 66 to 1. Jeez. Number five is Watson at 80 to 1. Number six is Rogers and Cousins. Kirk Cousins MVP. Wow. <laughs> Michael Thomas had like, he has the most receptions in a single season. Yeah. And then right, yeah, after, yeah. right after those two, be are, Holmes. right after Rogers and Cousins are Brady and Michael Thomas at Brady. 150 to 1. Yeah. It's, it's, Popularity contest. It's a, it's a quarterback. Well, and here's what you're gonna like even though the next people on the list still not still not Christian McCaffrey, Khalil Mack. Mack hasn't okay. done shit this year. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Dak Prescott at twenty to one. <laughs> at two hundred to one. Then Khalil Mack at two fifty to one, and Josh Allen at two fifty to one. Josh Allen. Did you see those reports a couple of weeks ago that like Dak Prescott's gonna be like a four hundred million dollar player or something like that? Yeah, I hear. I it's proof, yeah. He what a lucky he, guy. He ended up on the right team. He had elite uh, options, and Ooh. he can only go eight and eight. <laughs> Maybe it's a Garrett cool. issue. I'll take Fitzmagic oh, over, over Brady. You'll take who? Fitzmagic, MVP. Fitzmagic. <laughs> yeah, I mean Brady. Brady was one of the worst quarterbacks this year in terms of stats. If you're just looking at stats, I don't blame Brady for what happened this year. He, he was he a strategist. He did. He 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 didn't have the he didn't have the tools this year. I don't blame him for what happened. Yeah, he, he didn't no have the receivers, tools. No tight ends. His plan was yeah, to exactly. throw it away and let the defense try and win the game. And they <laughs> did. Basically, like, like no, exactly. Like, they're twelve I don't and three. It's him, not, but it's the worked. fact is, is that you it's worked. Yeah, exactly. do you think? Like I, I don't they're going to be they, they're going to be thirteen and three or twelve and four. I'd say if you can get the Patriots and Brady to the playoffs at thirteen and three, twelve and four without losing anyone significant, that's a win. hasn't yeah. hasn't been pretty, but that's pretty good. There has to be. It, it it didn't pay off. The like standard like Belichick try and find like a diamond in the rough mid season. All all of his like receivers that yeah. he's brought in haven't been, like, the spark that they needed. Obviously, like, Gronk was, like, a big loss and every year that they don't have him, like, the team changes. 
but um, just having uh, one off the uh, Edelman is, That's it. Has, has been a problem. Imagine if they had still had Antonio Brown and he was like <laughs> old AB. So you have like this incredible number one on the outside, Edelman in, like, in the slot, any running back you want, insert name here. Undefeated, probably. Yeah. They, they don't lose to KC. They probably don't lose to Baltimore. Yeah. Antonio Brown is crazy. So there's no way he was going to make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, He's lost. There's, it. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there were a lot of open players, though. Like, they, they tried, like, Demarius Thomas, like, three times. Like, yeah. he wasn't good enough. Like, uh, so, like, maybe just, like, the system doesn't work for, like, big passers either. They, yeah. Uh, they had Ocho Cinco a couple times. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's just like a difficult offense to learn for for stretch receivers. Hmm. Well, I, I mean the I I think that's the reason why Josh Gordon struggled so much was that the offense wasn't easy to get a handle of. He he just never picked up on the fine fine tuning of the offense, the finer points. And they were they were sick and tired of it. That was of part it. of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was high the whole time, the, Other than the drug sure. abuse. Other than the drug abuse. But, yeah, that's such a sad story. The, God, he's such a talented human being. Now he's indefinitely kicked out of the league for drug abuse. It's like, oh, my God. Next well, I mean, you look be... at, like, a – Josh Hamilton, like he lost like the first five years of his career, like on drugs, and then he couldn't pick it back up because he got on to other drugs. Like, I still remember that. Uh, four well, he had that three-year, oh, he, he had that three-year resurgence. Yeah, yeah, that that those three incredible years with the. Rangers. Oh yeah, he was he earned like a hundred million dollar contract from the Angels for like yeah. basically being the MVP for yeah two years. And he, yeah, his MVP year was insane. Like, um, oh, yeah. yeah, like the people with like uh, substance abuse, like it's not like a, it's not like a teachable problem. It's just like something they, you know, you can't, uh, you feel bad. Just like yeah, block jo- potential. Jo- yeah, Josh, Josh Hamilton was like a creative player. He, he was ridiculous. <laughs> he threw a hundred miles per hour from the outfield. He was built like a shit brick house, and guy hit the ball. That's it was an absolute monster. Yeah, he was an amazing baseball player. Not such. Okay, a- so uh, yeah. does uh, Gruden make it to Las Vegas or what? Oh yeah, for sure. That guy's Absolutely. Vegas real. Okay. Open. All right, we could probably yeah. run down all the coaches. Uh, Dan Quinn, does he make it? No. Man, no. I would have said no for a lot, but it feels like they sort of showed up lately. I don't know if he's a convincing guy. Like, it sort of, to me, feels like he's already overstayed his welcome. But then you look at guys like like Garrett, and it's like some of these people, they just don't die. <laughs> don't die. Well, also, you have to look at the type of owner, too. You have to look at the owner. Right, what kind of person the owner is. Yeah, Arthur Blake is one, Arthur is one of those guys he, he holds on. I think a little too long. Uh, I think I think Dan Quinn will survive the year. I think he will. Okay. 
right. I think, yeah, they, they've shown a little bit of life in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't think it's defensive, mm-hmm. which is like his like forte. Um, Matt, uh, Matt Patricia. I have always thought he was Ooh, bad, man. but yes. also doesn't feel like it. He stays. Uh, okay. Um, I, I, I think I'll love to see another day. Uh, Freddie, Freddie Kitchens. He's got to go. I hope not. I, hope I think he's gone. I, th- I, think, I think he's gone. I think he's done. He was clearly incompetent. He doesn't know how to handle the locker room. He's completely nope. lost the locker room. What is the yeah? What is the story he, you tell if you bring him back? It's like, well, we have all these good players already. We you couldn't make them work last year. Okay. Yeah. This, this no is story. a big, big one. If the Chiefs leave in the first round, no, Andy Reid gone. No, no, you can't. No. they're building okay. shrines. I I don't I don't like Reid, but I I would never fire. Him. Okay, I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Andy Reid is the winningest coach in. The Super Bowl era. Marty Schottenheimer was the winningest coach. Yeah, I don't think you would. I, honestly, I don't think you should be getting rid of coaches that are that are winning thirteen games. They're winning games, but yeah, they're winning thirteen games a year, and you've you never had a non-nine win season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Do, do you know? Do you know Marty Schottenheimer never had a, a losing season in his entire career? Is that true? He never, yeah, he never had, well, he had those season. monster Charger seasons, and like, yeah, they would he lose on like he had a, years. He had he had years where he went eight and eight, but he never had a losing season. Yeah, like the kicker would lose the 1998 season. Nineteen ninety eight went seven and <laughs> nine. Okay. Oh three, four and twelve. That's a coach who's gone. I think they win. Chargers coach. That's a disappointment. Pretty amazing. Only twice in twenty one years. Okay. Any others that are up on the line? Garrett. So we got Jason Garrett's out. Oh, yeah, I think Garrett. whatever. Garrett's the big one. Garrett's the Garrett. big one. If he doesn't make the playoffs this year, I if think he doesn't done. make the playoffs, he's done. I feel he's done. I, I think he's done. If he doesn't if he make makes the playoffs, playoffs he's, he's on. Done. He's going on. If, if he if he makes the playoffs, I think he's he survives another year. Or they lose with a but blunder. Doesn't. I think that's if it. They, if they get they make blasted, the playoffs and lose on some blunder of his. <laughs> if they get blasted, <laughs> or it's a like. He's like clapping while they're losing or something. <laughs> he forgets the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Dude, okay. the fact that the fact that that they had a chance not only to clinch the playoffs against the the Eagles last week, but also they they just shit the bed against the Rams, which put them in the position where they didn't even need to win that game against the Eagles. That's <laughs> just right. it, it's unfathomable. This is my favorite yeah. thing. I haven't seen happen yet. Is he'll challenge a play, thinking that'll go in their favor, and it'll be reversed and go against them. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we actually saw something that was like, oh no, it's offensive holding. He's literally adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about Bill O'Brien? No, he's staying. He's no, staying. he's good. He's I don't good. know if he's good. I don't know if he's good, but he's he's but, but, but they he's going they, playoffs, they went, man. They going playoffs. Yeah, exactly. You can fire a playoff winning coach. It's a hard, uh, hard sell to get him out of there, but he should be. But I think he stays. Uh, I'm not saying that you should be that you should still be the coach because I think they'd be a better team without him as coach. But uh, again, yeah, it depends is, who you get. Like, there's a lot of bad coaches. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, what is that's the true. That's also true. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. But look yeah, at the talent the, on that team. Like, you have Watson, you have Andre Hopkins. Ten and five. Insane, but yet you haven't won a Super Bowl. Haven't won a Super Bowl. That's a tall order, man. The, they barely make teams. the playoffs. They barely made the playoffs. 
I think Michigan now looking at the NFL division. is like if you if you're getting to the playoffs every year, you're probably pretty good. Okay, so then there was like about back. It was about mid year um, when there was talks about Tomlin getting fired. Mm-hmm. Um, he any, stays. Any, he stays. Uh, he's he stays. He stays. He had a fantastic. He, he, it's pretty he, impressive. He a, it's yeah, impressive he how well that team done. Yeah. He, he, he had a fantastic year. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, no, I totally Matt. agree. I, I feel like he, there was he, like he, he's he's playing the third straight quarterback right now. Yeah. The, the scrutinism though was that like he couldn't handle his divas. You know, Bell Brown and Roethlisberger like are all you know choking each other out at the <laughs> in the clubhouse. Like so, like that's part of your job as a coach is like to manage these people. And so like when it was going bad, it's like oh all right, and then like he was basically being courted by all the teams like. Oh yeah, we would love to have you. So like, it's obviously he's good. It's just those three were clowns. Hmm. Okay. Any other like future look forwards on these teams? Stephon Gilmore is really. pretty good to me. Oh, for defense? Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. So there's probably Bosa's up there. It's Stephon Gilmore well, minus well, fifty. Well, defensive rookie of the year is going to be Bosa. I, I, I'm almost guaranteed that's that. not even available. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, offensive rookie of the year is probably going to be uh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Oh. Josh Jacobs, Jacobs probably. Offen- offensive offensive rookie of the year is probably yeah, going to be so going to be Josh Jacobs. Oh. Josh Jacobs, Kyler um, Murray, AJ Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I get I give that to Josh Jacobs. He rushed for twelve hundred yards this year. Damn. Yeah, he got screwed. Yeah, apparently, like his uh, he had like some kind of like minor surgery, and then like the surgery had an infection, which wouldn't allow him to like chase like some uh, freshman records. Um, okay. Yeah, that seems reasonable. So Stephon Gilmore is the defensive. Favorite? Player of the year, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's been a god, dude. Yeah, I, Josh, I, I drafted the New York, uh, uh, New England Patriots defense, and they hard carried me in fantasy. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. yeah like they, they were getting like two touchdowns like a week. It was like yeah. ridiculous. Oh, oh, by the by the way, another funny stat is the the Raiders are actually still technically in it. That's true. If they win. They if they win. And, and it's not unfeasible, actually, them getting in the playoffs. Because uh, the teams that <laughs> if have you forget to, that they're the Raiders, <laughs> well, well, as the long as they win, lose, they have, will lose. Yeah, the other thing because because the teams that have to lose are going to lose. Have a high have have a really high chance of losing. <laughs> they're all incompetent. But the, but, yeah, but the thing is, is that the Raiders the Raiders have to beat the Broncos on the road. Okay, that so is the, the key. in so the cold. The, the Raiders, Raiders win. What What is the other scenario? Like, who else? Pittsburgh uh, loses. Pittsburgh has to lose. Uh, they can lose. Sure. Tennessee has to lose to Houston. I mean, uh, has that, to lose. Sure, why not? And then Indy has to win. win oh, sure, Indy. they can win a game. Oh, wow. That's, that's it. That's nutty. it. Literally. I Literally. think all three of those things will happen, and the Raiders yeah. will lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, Raiders the Raiders will win. Yeah. <laughs> But the Raiders have to win. Oh, I like this. They'll tie. They'll tie. Dramatic. 
I love how all those crazy. like have to like calculate it. Like if they lose or tie, like fuck ties. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, last week, actually. So week 16, the greatest stat uh, I've heard of the season so far was Houston. Um, were they playing the Bucks? Was that the turnover frenzy game? I think it was. Uh, Texans at, at Bucks like last week, the crazy like seven turnover game. Um, Bill O'Brien challenged a call, and for the first time this season, number one, first time he got a challenge right. Wow! Oh my god! And they couldn't believe it. Like when announcers are like, "Let's give a round of applause to Bill O'Brien, <laughs> first challenge." I just stood on my monitor. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm, I'm not shocked because like I. I, I was I was watching like a YouTube video of <laughs> um like refereeing fails and like all of it is just like PI yeah. challenges and their growth but like every coach kept throwing flags and every time like the refs was like that's not PI it's like right. someone got murdered like when the <laughs> ball is like <laughs> a second away it's like no penalty on the it's like what are you talking about but coaches kept challenging it's like yeah like you just know like as a viewer like half these flags when they like what are you doing like this, this won't be overturned yeah it's probably but it's it's so close like why bother just save it for another call it's just like you you look at the stats like like as I, I haven't looked at it in a long time but like after like because like there is pi on every play so like obviously oh, yeah, them throwing the flag yeah. makes sense but after like eight weeks or something, it was like oh and nineteen or something on like PI challenges. So it's like okay, they're just not going to turn like overturn any of these. So That's never absolutely waste your flag. So blatant, yeah. Yeah, it's like don't waste your flag. They're not going to overturn it. I, I think the first one to get overturned was uh, Sherman mugged uh, Larry Fitzgerald down the right half. Like, <laughs> I remember that, yeah. Yeah, he, I think it, that was the first one that lost. He, like, tackled him. <laughs> yeah, like, they talked. It doesn't matter, yeah. at the goal I'll, line. I'll forward you the YouTube video. It'll send you into, like, confusion over, like, what is pass interference. Because, <laughs> like, I, yeah, this guy runs over to a monitor and watches it in slow motion, like, 20 times. Like, oh, this guy hacked him, like, a uh, second before the ball came in. Like, no penalty on the play. Like, right. like what? <laughs> come on, man. Like, um, that seems like it was like one of those things that like um, the puggle were like, oh, yeah, we should be able to challenge like pass interference. But it's one of those like you shouldn't. Yeah, you can't challenge like holding. There's holding mm -hmm. on every single play. Like if you could challenge that, it's like, yeah. It it's, the same the idea, it, it, it's the same idea with uh, doing fake punts, because mm. on every because on every single play on a oh, on every single punt, the gunner is basically yeah, mauling yeah 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 mauling the the guy who's running down the sideline. So all you have to do as the punter is throw the ball up in the air and you'd get a pi in every single play. If, yeah, you know, every single punt if you did that. It's one of those, so. like, um, micro things that, like, if you, you're you not supposed to be able to micro-analyze, but the second you do, it's glaring how many penalties are happening. Every play. Yeah. Well, that's what ended up happening against the Saints because 
the Saints are bitching about that call. They're like, they're like, it's a hold. It's like, no, he's blocking the guy because he thinks it's a punt. But it, he might be running a route. But the fact is, is that the guy, the gunner, who's trying to block for his guy down the field doesn't know. He doesn't know. So he's just blocking this guy into the out of bounds. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of, like, things that you cannot hyper-analyze within the – yeah, so, like, in the last couple of years, there's been, like, you can't go low on a quarterback. You can't, like, yeah. go helmet to helmet or, helmet. like, touch his helmet or any of that. And it's like, well, that really didn't affect the play, and it, it's not like, oh, he, like, swiped his helmet. That's a – a uh, 15 yard penalty. penalty. It's like that's rough. Oh yeah, I that's not going to cause that. CTE. That that's you're not really like creating safety because you introduced that. My, and like, my favorite, my favorite yeah, ones so like, is, are when or when guys get knocked into it by their own linemen. So like the flags. guy's getting yeah. blocked and he like runs his shoulder or, get, or grazes the helmet of the quarterback or something like that, or gets blocked by his tackle and runs into his legs and he gets a 15 yard penalty. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not it's ice like, skating. Are you it's kidding? not like you're, you're able to be like precise <laughs> on your movements. It's like another 300 pound person is moving me around and I got close to him and like, I tackled him at the thigh. That's not a penalty. Like, Oh, he was like targeting his knees. Like, it's football. Like <laughs> I always, uh, whenever I watch punts and like the camera, as soon as the puncher punts it, and the camera like follows the ball, and it just drags away from the punter, it, it always looks like every punt the punter just gets like cut, just like destroyed. Like the whole team like, <laughs> rushes in is just like piling on him, and like, you think, oh, there's a flag for you know roughing the passer, like running the kicker. It's like no, like he just gets you know destroyed. And, oh, yep, no, that's fine. No flag. <laughs> Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll bring it up every year. Like, should they get rid of the kick return? I think there should be punts. I don't think there should be kickoffs. I, I, yes, if they're I gonna, agree. if they're gonna make it where kickoffs are ninety-five percent in the end zone, yeah, and the rest are stopped at the thirty, then just start it. Yeah, they're starting yeah, at the well, twenty-five. Yeah, like if it's a kickoff, it's at the twenty-five. But like a good return is like they get to the thirty, like all that effort because like yeah not being able to create like wedges and stuff really changes like the ability to be dynamic on your kickoff ideas didn't the sfl do that they started the every there's no kickoffs or something i think that that was one of the xfl rules well the most dangerous plays in football are kickoffs Mm. just yeah they're just like full like yeah 11 people running straight at each other like (laughs) at full speed yeah that's that's the most dangerous one. And it's, no, just get, just get yeah, rid so of the like, Just have it yeah. start at the 25. I don't get it. And well, like, uh, there's like, you know, uh, romanticism of like, you know, Dante Hall or like um, uh, Devin Hester. Like, those were exciting plays. But like, the, the way that they got those opportunities was from blocking and like opening of spaces. But they moved the kickoff tee up five yards right mm-hmm. so it made putting in the end zone a lot easier and like creating formations off the kickoff are illegal so it's never gonna happen like it'll happen it happens you know every year the kickoff, but it's gonna be a lot like, less than it used to be 
Yeah, every every week there used to be like a kickoff return, um, but there's maybe two a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, like uh, uh, place kicking, like uh, the point after attempt. That's got to go. They that the adding on like thirty yards has made it more ugly. It's not enjoyable to watch. No. Because those are hard kicks. Those aren't, like, routine. They aren't chip chip shots anymore. It's a 33-yard kick. It's not a chip shot anymore. Yeah. I think it should just be, like, yeah, it's like NFL blitz. You get the one or you take a – It's free. It's given. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, just give them the one point. If they want the two-point conversion, put it on the, the two or whatever the hell they used to do. I'm in. Although I did watch the uh, re-highlight of the uh, Boise State versus Oklahoma comeback. That was – I guess well, that's, that's, that's up, probably but... one of the greatest college football games. In was the that uh, yeah, uh, four yeah. overtime? Yeah. The, Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty play, Liberty, wide receiver, touchdown pass. Yeah, it was like – Lateral uh, play. Well, well, the, 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 the hook and ladder, the hook or, ladder to tie the game. Oh. Adrian Peterson or Darren McFadden, I forget which one. But yeah, no, like was, they basically it was, have it was like AP's last game. It was yeah, AP's he has like five hundred yards and like yeah. four touchdowns. <laughs> that, was a, that was an insane game. No, AP game. was AP's a creative player. Yeah, like, he was. He was God like yeah, Bob, 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 he had like two hundred ninety-one. Gotta watch that. Forty-three, forty-two. Oh, you didn't see the game? Just put on the fourth quarter. Hmm. Yeah, basically, it is, it is it, remarkable. Like, yeah, the, the, I mean, like, they like, were getting like forty-yard plays like every game. It's like twenty four thirty one in the fourth quarter. Start at the start of the fourth quarter, and both teams just go after each other in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's twenty eight twenty to start the fourth quarter. No, I'm sorry, it's actually yeah uh, twenty eight seventeen start of the fourth quarter, and the final score is forty three forty two. Yeah, it's fucking. It is great. It is one of the greatest games. Yeah, for sure. And the play is unbelievable. All well, right. that, I mean, that's the the different time when kickoffs are like. Um, well, all right. Well, should the NFL just adopt the NFL or the overtime? Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree cause, with that. Because, like, right now, it's like incredibly it's not exciting thing in football. It's not exciting. The overtimes in NFL in college. Oh yeah, in college is great. Yeah, those like are the, a, well, where you start, we start at the twenty-five, and then you basically try to score, and whoever scores, uh, whoever doesn't score, I, th- I think loses, like the basically. players' association would never accept it. That's probably why it because because those because those games could go on forever. Do you think that players' association that? is competent? Come on. <laughs> well, that's why they haven't accepted it. It's probably been brought up by the NFL. We have it's like we have. How about you? Why don't you play six quarters so we can have six more hours of Thursday night football. Yeah. Like Thursday night yeah. football is a target. That is not okay. There's gonna be a team cool. in London soon. I'm sure of it. Can you imagine just like a team having to like travel sixteen every hours week. every week? Yeah. Oh, that would be a, that would be absolutely brutal. I think that team would never have a road game. I think they'd always have a game there because teams would have to go. So maybe it's in their advantage to be a London team because probably every team would go right to London to play as opposed to them flying back here. They, it's, it's similar to like 
do the Colorado Rockies have an advantage because they have a broken home field advantage? So like you can build the team to be that way. But like yeah, can, if your if your team has to be traveling that far eight weeks of the year yeah. compared to everyone else. It's it's like a so like Seattle is always like two time uh the Mariners travel like the most out of every team in the league because like their next closest opponent is Oakland. Mm. So every time they travel, it's at least a four hour flight. Whereas like if you're on the West or East or if you're on the East coast, like everything is like within each other. So like if you have to travel to London, yeah, that's a, that's a full like days wasted. No practice and jet lag. Yeah. But it'll happen because, yeah, the NFL players association don't have any – they have no strength because it's similar to the MLB. It's Goodell. Like, it's Goodell's plan. That's why he's still in power. He's, he's uh, subdued the, the union pretty well. Squeezed every last thing they can get out of the players. Can you imagine the Jacksonville – oh, well, let's just say it's the London Jaguars – and you have the London Jaguars versus San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> what that trip would be like? Oh, yeah, every, every, every other week you have to make that trip. Oh, great. We Oof. won the game. I have to get on a plane for 20 hours. Great. Oh, jeez. 20 hours, not 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think 6, 13, 14. Yeah. It's, uh, maybe 12. Uh, and know. you're in some other fucking country. Like, it's not like, yeah, like, players don't have, like, work visas and all that kind of shit like that. It's like, but they'll do it because greed. There's a market. Yeah, they, they've been looking at, like, Mexico City. And every time they have a game there, like, the before, so, like, the field is destroyed. And yeah, no one no one can breathe. It's 100 Studio degrees. Sticker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's at like a hundred thousand altitude, like yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean it's also Mexico City. It's not exactly London. What are you saying, Tim? <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it. It's it's London. London We just lost has... a lot of viewers. <laughs> oh <laughs> our Hispanic uh <laughs> I am Spanish. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the time zones. <laughs> There's a major difference between Europe yes. and Mexico. You're getting the entire European viewership as opposed to just the Mexican viewership. Tim, so what do you think about Senna? London isn't in Europe anymore, if you have been following the news. It's I still part I... of Europe. England is still part of Europe, buddy. Even if it's part, not part of the EU anymore. Brexit. They're not Europe anymore. (laughs) They're still part of Europe. They're just not part of the the EU government. They're not part of the EU government, but they're still part of Europe. Session. We're off the rails. (laughs) Okay, then. We'll call it there. Best of luck, Week 17. We will be back for the playoffs. Can't wait. Have a good week, guys.